0: Ladies and gentlemen, from Chicago, Illinois, introducing first, Hank 312 and his partner in crime, the incidental nerd. Together they are rustling talk and randomness. And this is
1: Let's Talk about
2: to talk. I'm just saying. Welcome everybody to episode 11 of Wrestling Talk and Randomness Presents. Let's talk about wrestling. It's your boy Hank312. Across from me is the Incidental Nerd. What up Hank? And gazing directly into my eyes with those baby blues is James Caruso. <laughs> it's James Russo. You may know him from Freelance Underground. He's uh the man that sits... Up top in Logan Square Arena during freelance wrestling shows like Sting in the Rafters, waiting to make his move. It's James. What up, James? Thanks for joining us this week, this month, this episode. I didn't think you were going to be done talking. Hey, I'll, I'll talk. Listen, so anyway, let me tell you guys about what I've been up to lately, right? It's no longer James' episode. It's the hank episode. You ready? Yeah, I've been ready. You're talking about you. Let's hear what you've been up to. I've been up to a lot. Okay, like what? Noel and I recently did commentary for Galli Lucha Libre. And how did that go? It went swell. I had blasts. Is there any way we could hear that? No, because the audio guy messed it up. Oh, it the something. audio guy? Absolutely. Okay. If you would have heard the audio, you would have heard that the ring audio was much louder than the announcing audio. Congratulations to the both. Yeah, you don't know
3: sound sincere. Thank you. No, I actually yeah. well, thank you. It's a really cool thing hey. that he's added. Whatever. So, anyways. So, yeah. guys, I, I'm going to step in okay. and here. I'm, I'm going to st- step in here because... we're about to fight. Because Hank and James have a very close and personal relationship.
2: Uh, definitely not.
3: And you're, you guys sure are going to be picking ever. up on that throughout this entire podcast. Yeah, like but, you know, James's name has come up in every single podcast that we have done because... James is one of the the men that is is just tied to the Chicago wrestling scene.
0: How crazy is that? It is po- it, it is very possible that it did come up in every single podcast. One hundred percent. Yeah,
2: so is Carlos, though.
0: Well, you know,
2: Carlos. Yeah, Carlos Carlos', Carlos, Carlos a possibility, kinda, too called the Godfather. He kinda gave everyone their start. Yeah.
0: If Carlos didn't own a
2: ring, a lot of companies right now probably wouldn't have begun it. God bless Carlos. He's giving us our start. First guy to take a shot at us in the biz.
0: Oh, he took a shot at you,
3: huh? Well, to be shot on us. You know, um, shot on you guys yeah. at the same hey. time Oh, we were, uh, oh boy. Okay. Listen, you listen, I'm Listen, not gonna to be fair, yes, to be fair, I believe James gave you your first shot as to, you ring the bell at Freelance Underground. False. Actually,
0: that is false and I know it's false. That is, I was not the first.
3: Oh, okay. I was
2: not the first. It was Daniel Ethan Reyes, D Ray I rang the bell for Tessa Kylie number one. Okay. And then, with the energy that vibrated through the ring in the air, they went on to have three classics.
3: That's right. So, that's you're right. welcome,
2: Chicago Wrestling.
3: Career. One might say that Steve Boz gave you your first. That's job very in true. Wrestling.
0: I mean, that's actually very true. But, oh, but we're dude, not here. Hold on. No, no. I want to hear how that is. How did that happen? And the security for Boz, like years ago. Really? Yeah. Have I never no told one? you that? No, you never told me that.
2: Oh, yeah. Like
0: clearly, he's still keeping things hidden from me. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I just I let you guys know what I want you to know. Clearly, you know what I'm saying. If I'm
3: not mistaken, you took a couple bumps in the ring too, didn't you? Yeah, that's a lie.
2: No, it's not a lie.
3: Really, it's not a lie. I'm shocked.
2: We're we were part of a, a scuffle and we're thrown out of, out of rings. I remember that.
3: See, boom. Uh-huh.
2: Confirmation from the intern. Clearly.
3: Wow. <laughs> so. Hank's been a biz guy for a long time, but we're not here to talk about what a biz guy Hank is. you a biz guy. We're here. I'm
2: a busted open guy.
3: We're here to talk to James. <laughs> busted open Hank. Three one two.
2: Anyway, all right. Listen, we're gonna edit all that out.
0: Yeah, I know. This is just to get us, you know, comfortable.
2: Yeah, I'm always comfortable. Welcome, every- no, I'm just kidding, James. What's up? You've been wanting to come on here. We were gonna have you on a while ago, but you took another booking, so we had to give a little bumper, you know. And it was a good booking. It was good. You, you got some good stories out there. So now we've had enough time. You probably have some new stories. Maybe you want to rehash some old stories. Your eyes just got really wide, so maybe you have a lot of
0: new stories. No, not a lot of new stories, but there's stories always to be told.
2: I mean, maybe perception or perspectives have changed since the last time, relationships. Who knows?
0: But here we are. What's crazy? I just thought about this. Mm-hmm. I have been around independent wrestling for 12 years now.
2: And you know, that's probably one question we would probably asked you.
0: Well, there, I answered it already. <laughs> well thinking, James.:
3: Well, to, to, to follow up on that, how exactly did you get your start in independent wrestling?
0: Um, let's see. I always had a passion for wrestling. Always wanted to do something with wrestling. I did the backyard wrestling thing. Is there a video of yeah. it? There, there is videos, and yes, I will share them with you after we're done recording. Yes! I will show you some of that stuff so you guys can laugh at me, but please, for the love of God, now was don't this, laugh too hard. Now, was this in-ring? Uh, this is in the backyard from being on a tarp with pillow cushions from couches underneath the tarp to being in a homemade wrestling ring made out of wood and tires and all kinds of different things a true backyard again Oh I, I you know what a lot of people try to forget their past i just don't try to live in my past but i do remember it yeah deep huh
2: yeah super deep
0: yeah
3: we we've you know i i i think it's i, I think it's a common tale uh there 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 are plenty of uh Folks that have been guests with us, yeah. that we've discussed their their <clears throat> beginnings in wrestling. And, and uh, backyard wrestling comes up quite a bit. Well,
2: were, you, were you in that backyard
0: with Matt Nix?
3: No, I was actually Ooh, in. Rivals? The, I was in the
0: backyard with uh, D Ray.
2: Okay. Dan Latino. And
0: then we met uh, Matt McColling of Zello Pro and Mason Conrad of Zello Pro guys. And we wrestled up in Gurney, Illinois with them.
2: Oh, shit. What was their league called?
0: Theirs was called ETW, Extreme uh, Trampoline Wrestling. Yikes. Oh. And then it became Extreme Teen Wrestling. Teen Wrestling. Teen Wrestling, yes. For the girls. For the ladies. Oh,
2: the ladies. That's right. (laughs) So there's this guy in Kiss FM. His name is Joffrey. He used to do backyard wrestling. I wonder if you guys ever cross paths with him. He's like a producer, and they always make fun of him for it. It's like, hey, Jeff, there's a wrestling in town. So maybe some of your old friends are like, None of my friends are on the. It's like it was just backyard wrestling. I think it was like BTW or BCW or something like that.
0: BTW, mm-hmm. BCW. W? They're I mean that. Those are legitimately names that I think everybody used. Backyard, backyard Gen- 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 yeah. trampoline wrestling. Backyard Championship Wrestling. No, but he's good for,
2: like, the suburb he was
0: from? Berwyn Championship Wrestling.
2: No, that's a company now. But anyway, that that had nothing to do. It's just randomness on my part.
0: So, Backyard Wrestling, and then I moved on and tried to start my own indie company. And I ran into somebody by the name of Mike Matthews, who I had known through a, a mutual friend. He started to help training me and my friends. Nice. And then Matt McCalling brought in Tony Scarpone. Tony Scarpone brought in Bryce Benjamin. And the rest is history.
2: All right. Seems like we skipped a lot of history there, but How did... Caleb's your partner for this on the ground. Yes. And in life. Um. How did you guys become a pair? How did we become a pair? A wrestling duo.
0: Wrestling duo. <laughs> wrestling duo. Um, How
2: did you guys begin to work together for Freelance? All right. And so
0: underground wrestling. We were originally underground wrestling. Right. I and them. the ownership of that between myself and Bryce Benjamin fell apart. Okay. And Bryce was gonna go off and go do something else. And I did not. I, I wasn't done. I felt like there was more that I could do With I, underground. With underground. Before okay. I, before I was done. Right right before oh. I finally said you know what I've wasted enough time I wasted enough money trying to run a company a successful company and I Caleb was already reffing for us to juice and I know Caleb was helping out with a couple companies in his past uh, one was the company <clears throat> that CM Punk helped start and then he was helping out with another WWE. company <laughs> <laughs> I kid. LWF. And then he was helping the, the Lunatic Wrestling Federation? I believe that's what it was. I think so too. Feels like it was. And then he was helping out with Vanguard Wrestling All Star Alliance and when they tried to rebrand and be better than they were.
2: Oh. So like Vanguard took on too much, you think?
0: What do you mean? Like you said, uh try to be bigger than they were. No. Okay. So the original Vanguard was made up of a lot of like what people would be, what sadly some people call the rejects of Windy City Pro Wrestling. Okay. Simply because they weren't being used at Windy City, they splintered off and they started Vanguard, which was mildly successful when it first started, and then just over over time whether it be because of talent not being very good or promotion not being very good or whatever, it kind of disappeared for a minute. Right. And then one of the original owners of Vanguard tried to reboot it and brought Caleb on to help him out. But unfortunately, the damage was done and it was just too late. They they moved from a couple venues. They originally more south suburbs, Oak, Oak Forest, Oak Lawn, the Lothian, Right, right. And then they moved to Plainfield, and it was doing really well in Plainfield. But a local promoter in the town over in Joliet got them shut down, oh, wow. and they just never could recover from that. Damn. They moved to Addison, and the attention just dwindled.
2: Goddamn wrestling politics. Well, so, I mean, you, you know, obviously you and I talk a lot. Uh, we never really talk, like, real stuff like this. You know, you and Caleb – You seem to have a good working relationship, Um, and you know you always say he does a lot of things for you, like that you don't do. That that's why you guys work well together, right? Like he does a lot of different little things, like with talent and whatnot. So, like, what are your roles? Like, how do you like split up your roles? Caleb's a social. For those who may not know,
0: Caleb's a social butterfly. Still, ladies, he's single. So if anybody so, wants, you know, a, so juicy. wants wants to date a wrestling promoter, hit up Hank three one two, and sit and they'll hook you up with uh, Caleb's information. No doubt. Oh, here's his
2: address. It's uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, Caleb Caleb still goes out and just he'll pull up to a bar and start talking to people, or he'll go to like a a fest and just start randomly talking to all these vendors and everything like that and somehow, somehow he always manages to pull it into wrestling and Caleb was able to secure a venue in Southside Chicago sadly it closed and sure. there goes a runaway cat yeah. <laughs> uh, sadly it closed down in the midst of our growing popularity in Very cool. Southside yeah. right, right. but uh, Caleb he'll do that he'll try to he'll do the venue stuff he'll contact talent I but we share that uh, he will he will do like press release stuff okay. he's got some connections with people that could do that so he'll handle that um, I uh, we collectively do the booking of the shows I'm trying to think of what else
2: well, he doesn't put curtains up
0: no, he doesn't put curtains <laughs> up in. He says he's going to be there to set up and then shows up two and a half hours late.
2: I know, I'm just giving up. I love messing with him every time I see him. Where the fuck you been, Caleb? But, you know, he's a busy man. Language, jeez. And, you know, when you get to the stature of a guy like Two Juice, you show up when you want. Pretty much. That At least that's how he feels. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, I'll get there when I get there. No, but you guys, you know, you, you guys are definitely uh, doing good. You know, you've... You had a rough uh Friends Underground had a rough uh 2018 obviously like you mentioned not not on the booking side but obviously with the with the brewery closing down and um
0: yeah sometimes you know when you lose a venue
2: that was out of your obviously out of your
0: control completely out of our control
2: I mean it would have been cool if someone gave you a heads up a few months prior but like
0: you yeah, know. you know, if the the owner or <laughs> someone that actually worked within the business gave us a Yeah, someone a, someone knowledgeable. not somebody on the outside that,
2: that new guy who knew in
3: guy. this room almost killed my dream. <laughs> <Just>
2: saying, <laughs> no. Unintentional,
3: unintentional. No,
2: I you know it, that's, that's it was it was funny. Boy. I mean it was
3: a great venue except for the parking situation. All the parking but, situation sucked. But parking the, was
2: great because I always got there early and I parked right in front of the door.
0: There you go. <laughs> but you know what? No, but as, understandable. For as bad as the parking situation was,
3: people came out. Right. And I think the the great the great thing the the vibe was it was almost always different almost at every show because it seemed like you just had people that were like, "What's going on in here?" And they just walked in, you know, and and came to the show.
0: And, and that that that's part of the thing that I really liked about that about. That Southside venue was the fact that it, it wasn't it wasn't the jaded wrestling fan mm-hmm. that will complain if someone messes up or if the talent isn't who they want to see. It, it literally was people. It was mixed with it was a mixture of wrestling fans, but then it was also people that were just like like you said, what's going on in here? Or they were they saw a poster or they saw a flyer out there and they're like, Oh, here's some entertainment for us for the night and they came out and we had a lot of regulars come coming back. It, it was a really good venue, sadly it just closed down. Overnight. With Isn't no it? warning. <laughs>
2: Literally, right? That's
0: <laughs> wild. I, I remember hearing about that with you, or you telling me, I was just like, wow, that sucks. I mean, it was terrible finding out. You literally, I literally found out in the newspaper. Right, right. I think it was either the Tribune or Sun Time's website. Someone told <laughs> it to me.
2: But yeah, so, the, I mean, that was rough for you guys. Obviously, it was out of your control. You guys did the best you could. But I mean, right now, I, I, I'd like to say, I'd like to think, you know, and from a fan perspective, right? Like, obviously, we're, we're uh, acquaintances. Uh, I almost said the F word. Yikes! Uh, but we ain't that serious. Definitely not.
0: (laughs) We just we just we attend lunches together at least
3: once or twice a week. That's it. Those are business lunches. Business lunches. Yeah. Business
2: associate, right here. You're absolutely correct. But uh, you know, like you you and Caleb have uh, done a good job at rebounding. I'm not trying to smoke up your ass, but like, you know, your shows are you share some talent with the freelance uh, wrestling roster. But you always do enough to make your shows a little different, or spotlight someone a little different, or use them. Uh, perfect example, like someone like uh, Craig and GPA, who you know, kind of there. But you you gave the ball to Craig and Craig ran with it, and it wasn't no like specific turn, but the people just Craig's talent he was undeniable, so people just ended up loving Craig. And GPA also is another guy who was just, you know, we love to uh, boo him here in Chicago, and we love to, you know, he's he's a great heel, and we love to boo him, but it felt like maybe he was, for some reason or another, just wasn't getting a lot of bookings, and, you know, you you guys put him in a position to do good things, and, like, now he's getting out-of-state bookings, and he's traveling more, and... You know, he deserves it. He's, you know, he, the guy works his ass off from what I can tell in the ring. I don't know him personally, but, in, you know, and uh, a guy like Pat Monix, you guys give chances to. And that that's what's always cool about you guys. And, you know, y- y'all have had a really pretty fun 2019. I think I've only missed one of your shows. Um, For a good reason. Yeah. So it's always a good reason for me. I won't go that far, but this one was a good reason, yes. Always a good reason with El Hinko. What, where do you hope to see Freelance Underground? And any goals that you can share with us uh, for you know the rest of 2019, maybe early 2020?
0: I just want to grow. I want, I want to continue <clears throat> to grow. I don't want to become stagnant or complacent. I want to continue to do something different. Like you said, yeah, we, we do use similar talent to the freelance right. ro- from the freelance roster, but what we do to be different is is we try to highlight more of the the people that don't necessarily get the opportunity to be a part of the freelance roster. Of course, uh, Pat Monix was the first one. Yeah, the, fir- the first person, Pat Monix was not a part of freelance for a long time. Oh, of course, yeah, and it was just a matter of getting getting. Work for him and the right people for him to wrestle against and learn from. Yeah. To he, where he's had some really really great opponents with you guys. To where I eyes the the right eyes finally are like okay, let me start using. Pat. Right. Um, but as far as goals, it's just the key. It's it's not it's to continue to put on good to good to great shows. To I, I hate that we're the company that people don't think of. Okay. Like. And, and that, that's no disrespect to any of the companies that everyone looks at. Right. But we're putting on the same solid shows as those other companies are. It's just that we're in the suburbs. That's... Currently. That's very true. Currently we're right. in the suburbs. Yeah. Boom. Is that a... Is that a... Is that, is that a tease? Is that, maybe. Currently. Currently. <laughs> um, if y'all Venmo
2: me at Hank Crew one, too, I
0: may have some information for you. But we're... We, we love working with Church Street. Right. Uh, the people there have been amazing. And they, and they, they enjoy agree. the show. They shadows. love it. Yeah.
2: It, it, it's to the point where, like, sometimes I'm like, yo, y'all need to calm down and they're the workers there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, the, a few of them have gone home uh, inebriated. I mean, like like others. Don't know what you're but, talking um, about. <laughs> uh, we do have another venue that will. <laughs> that we'll be starting at, at in this October. Awesome. So just getting out there and showing that we can play with the Chicago big boys.
2: Right, right. That's good. I mean, obviously we, we look forward to seeing that. But uh, is, as far as other talents right now that are underutilized, do you see someone that, like, oh, you know, first, let me ask this first. You as a promoter, right, it seems like – People can get more of a shot, I and mean, I've seen a lot more people get shots at freelance underground. You know, Tony Nas, he's starting to come out, come to his own as a singles competitor. By the way, it was my uh, one of my clicks to pick for 2019 as a you know rising star. But he's done some really good things at freelance underground. Um, Lainey Luck has done some really, you know, her matches with Thunder Rosa have elevated her her game and which is awesome so kudos to you guys for bringing in other people who don't necessarily get bookings in the Chicago land area like cole radrick i like and sage phillips and uh steve michaels the chicago Bears. is that what he goes by the chicago bear
0: Nah, he's uh he's the master of Chicago Bear Hug.
2: The master of the Chicago Bear Hug. He's just a big dude. I just like that he
0: shows up to every show's in suits and he's a professional. Hey, uh, trained by Team Three D, so My boy bu- My boy Bully Ray. <laughs> Your boy Bully Ray, uh, Devon, and I think Billy Gunn was. Billy Gunn was their too.
2: their head trainer down there. So
0: nah, um yeah, you and and someone who's way smarter and been in wrestling a hub a lot longer than me said to me once Why use the same talent that's down the road that they could see for ten dollars? Right. While you're charging something more than that. Right, right. I said that way wrong, but it still made sense. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and then the other bit of advice is, you know, don't use don't use so much of the same local guys. Start bringing some of the outside outside of the state, not even just in the area, but outside the state. Bring those guys and give them a chance. So, you that, that, so that your show is yeah, so that your show is
3: different than Oh, no doubt. Okay. Yeah. And I mean where we are situated in the Midwest, there's tons of talent that that can be brought in within, you know, just like the Minnesota, Ohio, uh you know, just those two states alone there's a lot of talent. Yeah,
0: uh, Ohio you know shout out to the AIW crew. Those those guys there's a plethora of people coming out of that that school. You know they had a great great trainer in Johnny Gargano. Mm. <laughs> and I mean Candice LeRae was obviously training there as well. Oh Candice! So like the guys that have been coming out of Ohio that we've been using were trained under those two before you know they signed right. WWE awesome. contracts.
2: As let's say I'm a I'm a young wrestler right so beginning maybe my freelance academy what do I have to do to stick out to you to possibly get booked on a show or a pre-show or how do you get in good favor
0: with the promoter, and, and not just you, but in general? It, teach these kids. In general, if you wrestling is a very who you know business, of course. So to to people that are not in the know, get out there. Don't if you've got nothing going on on the weekend, don't stay at home and do nothing. If you're if you are just breaking in, get out there. Contact the promoter. Be like, hey, you know, I'm such and such. Uh, I'm just looking to get out there. If if you don't mind, I'd really like to come to the show and help out with anything that you may need. And just stuff like that. Go to shows. Right. If you don't have a trainer that travels, you're on your own. You need to do stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, as far as the freelance academy guys, um, myself and Matt Nix are doing pre-show matches for these guys now. At least pre-show for these right. guys. <clears throat> Just so that they get in, they get that actual live experience of being in the ring. Well yeah, you can't substitute the live people. experience, right? You right. can't replicate that no matter what. And then who knows? From from those from those pre-shows, if they're super over with a crowd, that that's honestly the most important thing to me. Right. Is if you get over, people are gonna want to see you. Of course. If people are cheering you or booing you for the right reasons and not the wrong ones you become more of a, I wouldn't say commodity, but you become more of an interest to a promoter.
2: Yeah, chief of beef,
0: chief of chief of beef, <laughs> at, at at the freelance crowd, chanted chief of beef, chief of beef, and that guy's done more matches on freelance than a lot of other people.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you know,
0: a lot of regulars <clears throat> that just started.
2: Yeah, and I get to the shows early, uh, you know, and. He's out there, you know, busting his ass, setting up, bringing in the, the the rings, just doing whatever needs to be done. And then, you know, I think it's super cool when I see him thrown on a pre-show match or in a regular match because it's just like he's putting in his dues and his work is is being seen and rewarded by people like yourself or Matt Nix. That's a...
0: Uh you have to.
3: But to some degree, it's almost like the... Uh In Japan, with the, what do they call it, the Young Lions?
0: Oh, they're at ringside every show.
3: They put up the ring. Mm -hmm. They, they, I mean, literally, the, the process is, I mean, not just putting up the ring and carrying the bags, but doing the guys' laundry. Like, they're just, they, everything. Mm. Like, every, every bit of their, of their life is, is wrestling.
2: Oh, that's, you know, for a lot of those guys, I'm sure that's a hard pill to swallow, but that's, it just is what it is. So, you've, you've, uh, what are some no-no's? What's what's a quick way to make you never want to have someone back at one of your shows or even helping out?
0: Are you talking rookies or what, what are you talking about? Let's go rookies, then, uh, uh, then rookies, vets. Uh, rookies.
2: Rookies don't don't know
0: better. Dan- if you're there to help, help. If you're not helping, that that's the quickest way never <laughs> to being welcome back. Right. If you're just standing there dancing around... And talking and whatever and you haven't at least asked if there's anything that they can if you can do mm-hmm. that's a big no-no to me at least right if I'm if I'm standing there sweating and I'm trying to put together stuff as far as the curtain or the sound stuff or the rings not put together mm-hmm. yet or anything like that and you have time to talk and I'm sweating and you once again all you gotta do is ask Right. Is there anything I can do? If I tell you no, I can't be mad at that. Of course. But if you don't say nothing and you're just making an ass out of yourself, then yeah, there's a, there's a problem with that.
1: Okay.
2: That's, that's, that's fair enough. What about for like I I don't know, quote unquote a veteran, someone who's been, who should know better. Like what what's, that'll make you, that makes you tick personally that you're like, all right, I'm not
0: signing or bringing them back. Um... Just walking around like they're better than better than everybody else. Or they go out there and they don't care. It's just another payday to them. If you're going to take my money, at least do something for it. Right. Don't just go out there, go <coughs> through the motions, and not give the fans an experience. I
2: get you.
0: Um, if you don't get over What's the what's the point? <laughs> right. I, I mean, and, and that sucks because a lot of I'm not going to mention names, right? But a lot of friends that I used to use that the crowd just stopped caring about. Mm-hmm. I don't use them anymore. Has that cost me friendships? Yeah, and that I'm sucks. And I'm not close, I'm not close to a lot of those people anymore because of that. Yeah,
2: that's that's the rough part of the business, right? Because it's the, it the worst part of the business. It shouldn't be personal, but I'm sure. It's hard for them to not take it personal. Yep.
0: And sadly, uh, a worked sport ends friendships. Real friendships. Real friendships. But you could also go and say, were they really your friend or were they using you for what you had?
2: Right. And that's also another uh, tough one for you. With with, with or without naming names, um, is there anyone you ever brought in? That you were super excited to bring in, and you just felt super let down by what they offered, or what they presented to you.
0: Me, personally? Yeah.
2: Or maybe Caleb was even just like, yo, let's never use this person again.
0: No, I can't really think of a name. No? I really can't. That's that's, crazy, right? No, that's good. Uh, Never, no, no. Again, Good. I
2: mean, so you've never felt like, "Damn, totally wasting my money on this person."
0: Well, maybe you probably have. Maybe that's well, a little different. Okay, one person. Now I'm not going to say their name. Right. We we brought them in as a big deal, and we used them once, and never used them ever again. Gotcha. And it was just like, "Oh wow, no one really cared." Mm. Okay, we thought we thought people would give give a damn about you. You didn't even look like you really cared. Mm. And then we never use them.
2: <clears throat> How do you handle egos? People thinking they need, they should be on top and, or they deserve more than what you're giving them?
0: I honestly, okay, this go around, this go around, haven't really had that. Okay. And I, I don't think I really had it ever. Okay. Nope, that's a lie. I've had one person in particular okay. who hates my fucking guts. And Hank, you know who I'm talking about. Hates my guts because he was he was paper, penciled in to become champion. Okay. And then we got a bigger, better venue. And my business partner at the time was like, yeah, we got to think about our creative. We got to think about our booking. And now I don't think we should head that way. Right. And, and me thinking with my heart, despite what this person believes. Right. I was like, man, how am I going to tell him this? This I, I, I felt bad. It was a business decision, but I felt terrible. Of course. Worse. And that the, the man now talks negatively about me every chance he gets. Perfect. All because we decided not to make him champion. But the kicker of it all is, even though it was a business decision, the only person I got blamed for it was me. <laughs> mm. And he still talks to the former business partner. Yikes. Ouch.
2: Well, you got the short end of that stick. Draw.
0: But in the end, I mean, did I? And I, I have legitimately no ill, no ill will. For them. Right, right. But I'm not his biggest fan. I get it. If that makes any sense. Things happened. It is yeah, what it things is. Things happened, and now it is what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I
2: getcha, Noli? Yes, sir. I don't know if you got got anything.
3: I mean, you've been rattling just Th- like... That's I know. Bang, 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 bang. That's why I feel bad.
2: I, I talk to much. I talk about... He said it when it came on. The, guys, I'm just going to leave.
3: Yeah, well... Did did, did... did... You know, we get to a... We've gotten to a point where... Uh, are there any uh, Facebook questions that we should oh, no. be no. Let me find
2: out. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I you know... Uh, I know Peck is talking shit that I think uh, Caleb is not on here, <laughs> but you know Caleb is uh is, is working.
0: Yeah, Caleb. Caleb's working. Caleb might be at the Thunderbolts game this evening.
2: He may be at the Thunderbolts. I'm assuming so. Andy didn't get invite to Taco Port. Oh, that was Lou. <laughs> Freaking Lou. Anyway, so more back to this. To uh, I mean I'll keep rattling them off. I just keep going, man. That's what I'm saying. So we talked about how to get uh, get on your good side, how to piss you off, not not
0: doing... Oh, oh, and a quick way to get on my bad side, don't blow smoke my ass. I, I'm not that person that wants to hear how great I am. Well, you don't got to worry about that. <laughs> baby, <buddy. laughs> and that's why we get along. <laughs>
2: straight, right down the
0: middle, baby, Bill Alfonso. Dang it. <laughs> don't be a complete ass to me either, but don't be like, oh, man... Yeah, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, man, that's really cool. I, I love it. And I fully know that you have no idea what I'm talking about. That right. that.
2: Oh, people just pretending. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Damn, I feel like I'm. Just because it's the wrestling thing to do. I'm feeling personally attacked right now. No, it's not you.
0: <laughs> Why
3: am I
2: being looked at? No, no, no. <laughs> Definitely,
3: no. Ch- the champ, champ, champ.
2: <laughs> yes, the champ, champ, champ. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh,
3: okay. You know, so, soon Pac won't be the only champ, champ, champ. Why is that? In this, in the city, because Golly is going to have a champ, champ, champ.
2: Oh, that's right. Bandolero yeah. is a double champ right now. Champ, champ. The double champ. Good for him. The L. And,
3: and then what we could see is what we really need to get Carlos to do is we get Pack versus Bandolero. Jesus and then Christ. you get champ, 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 champ,
2: champ. Tell us about your time in Golly. <laughs> with your, with your, uh, right now, you manage the tag team champs. Yeah.
0: Uh, Cody right and Barry Jones. We <laughs> right, right. always call him Cody Wright and Barry Jones. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yikes. And, and, and Paloma's there with us too. And Paloma's there with more with Cody. Um, been in Golly since this second show. Second golly show ever yeah. in two thousand and eight. And they're on the show four forty
2: three now. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And <clears throat> it, it, well, we know. it was a happenstance that I met Carlos. One of my buddies was walking through the oh man, North Park Mall at the time, and went to go get Chinese buffet. And he saw a wrestling Chinese buffet. He saw a wrestling ring set up across the hallway. I yep. was like, What is this? went across, met Carlos. Carlos said, "Yeah, I'm doing a boxing exhibition if you and your buddy want to come and talk and help me break the ring down. And I was stupid enough to go with him and <laughs> met Carlos, and
2: not a bad decision on your part though? Uh, no, uh, you know Carlos, you Carlos, Carlos you, seem to get along very with. Well. Carlos
0: gave me my break in into managing, and I appreciate him for it. and I work for him to, to this day.
2: Nice. So, so when like you were saying earlier, you did backyard wrestling. Yes. When did you realize, all right, I'm not gonna do this wrestling thing. How else, I'm gonna find somewhere else to fit in, like I'll start my own promotion, or I'm gonna do managing. Like how?
0: October of two thousand and six. Oh. oh. It was our last yard show of the year. Some and me and my tag partner we're the tag champs. Who was your tag team partner? Um, we'll call him Mike. What was your guy's his real name? Line. Oh please don't make me do it. Please say it. Do you, do you not know or do you know? I, I legit do not know. Oh we were the IWO, the Italian World Order. Yes. I wore... You fucking
2: goober. No you. dude, it was.
0: <laughs> bad. Hey, i don't wore... forget about But well, it. it gets worse. I wore red. He wore green. So it was like Mario and Luigi. <laughs> uh, we had matching pants, matching shirt. Like we weren't that yard company that just went and busted. You know, light tubes I over never each knew other. This. Stuff like that. Yeah, I know. This I, is one thing we've not talked about.
2: Man, yeah. Uh, I mean, Kirby had a little stint in it, and we found out about, you know, uh, Chris Castro's alter ego, Matsu. Now we're finding out about... But did
0: you find out about Breakdown? No. No, no you let's, let's you get You didn't it. find let's, out about Chris Castro,
2: break
3: a.k.a. Breakdown.
2: I, I don't... That was his yarder name. We haven't had Castro right. on yet. We've uh, reached out, but... I've been working on the booking. This. Yes, high price, high price. But tell me more about the IWO. Oh,
3: okay, so we Did were... Did you, dead. were
2: you
0: very stereotypical? <laughs> what do you mean? Did you
2: come up like, hey! No, a bull. No, 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 no. No, no. out some gaba and bowl, it, some morse
0: <laughs> We were the name in color and in... That's about it. Oh, like man. the Like, the colors and... The, get that, you had your long slick kangle, back hair, didn't you? The Kangol hats and slick back hair. We had our flags. I had short hair like this when I wrestled okay. in the backyard. I'll allow it. And <laughs> it was our final. It was our final show of the year. What was your nickname? What was your, what was your name? No, I'm not saying that. Come on! No, 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 no! no. Come that, on! That I won't. I won't. I, Tell I don't want people looking it up. No. Come
2: on! Oh, do it! No. How are you going to come on here and talk about wrestling and not give a Okay,
0: JC Smalls. I was JC Smalls and he was Anjipphonic. Yeah, spell that shit. Andrephonic? Anjip. O N J I P space F O N I K?
2: I forgot the I name think. already. Anjiphonic.
0: Yeah,
3: so. It's it's on a recording. It started,
0: it started as. His name started as a joke and then it just stuck. Oh. So, it was the last <laughs> show totally of the life fucking right year. <laughs> and we just dropped the tag titles, and I had that that moment after losing. I, I took the fall, and I got, I got pinned by D-Ray, actually. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I got pinned by D-Ray, and um, just was in the middle of the ring, and I was like, this is the perfect way to end my yarder life. I, like didn't, I didn't want to. J.C. want J.C. I didn't want to keep going with it, because it's like, I, I've i always wanted more than this. And if I want more than this, I'm going to have to venture out and do it on my own. I get you. And then I met Carlos. A few questions
2: about the IWO, sir. A few follow-up questions. I hate you. Okay, so you wore red, he wore green. Yes. And world we're we'll just called. Yes, it. yes, yes. Nailed it. What was your finish?
0: What move did we use? Yeah. Um, We used a version of... the. Of the 3D, that's kind of funny. Except that that I picked him up in the wheelbarrow, and he did the cutter.
1: Oh,
2: nice! What did you guys call it?
0: I don't even remember. That honestly, I don't even remember what we called it. I don't even know if we had a name for it. Called the meat slicer.
3: No, it wasn't the meat slicer. It was the bada boom.
0: The bada boom. (laughs) It might have been the bada boom. (laughs) Honestly, guys, just the forget about it. The bada boom or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> but I really don't remember the name, that Oh! Let's get these questions out of the way, because I really...
2: What was your entrance music? And what was your attire like? Tell me you wore a wife feeder.
0: No, 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 no. We had t-shirts. We made our own t-shirts. IWO. I still have the screens at home. I still have screens of the shirts. How sad is that? Pro wrestling tees. I, dude, eBay. They stopped making the screen, so I went and bought the screens on eBay. Oh.
2: What was it interest um, music? Was it The Sopranos? Get yourself to go No. I'm just thinking of all the stereotypical things.
3: Was it like Godfather music? Um, I think that we <laughs> used.
0: I know. I know we used. Um, what music?
3: The FBI's music. Oh, mm. That was one of my. That was going to be my one of my questions because that would have been right around that time, right? FBI. Yeah.
0: We used the FBI's music. We used some Papa Roach song. We used. Like, last Resort? It, no, it wasn't Last Resort. It was a different one. I think it was Blood Brothers. Uh-huh. We used all different music. And it, it was never... He, he always wanted to change it. Had to change it. Had to change it. Had to change it. I'm like, no, right, you right. get recognized by your music. I'm, I'm a stickler when it comes to music, too. Right, right. But I can't remember all the different themes that we had. We had like four or five in a matter of two years oh wow well. yeah it was ridiculous whenever a new song came out that he liked, oh we should use this <laughs> gosh man
2: that's you know what you learn something new every day and uh we found out about the IWO the Italian World Order so uh, great I need to, I'm gonna look it up well, I need I'll, to find I'll, pictures.
0: I'll show you there's pictures out there I there? want a shirt I'll give it a screen you get it friend of yourself
2: nice a guy Hey, listen, I'm satisfied. Now we got an IWO nugget. That is that's my favorite right there. Oh, oh no, we already got your name. Yeah, the IWO, got your guys' name.
3: I would have been such a big mark for the IWO. Oh, you would have loved it. I'm glad that you would be a mark for the where, IWO.
1: <laughs> where were you guys were
2: wrestling at that time?
0: Uh um. Gurney, we Ooh. wrestled in Morris, Illinois. Nah, lost opportunity. Oh, this, dude, this is what you guys should have done. It was ridiculous. We got, used to wrestle in Addison. Oh, listen, I, I'm not, oh, that's that's good too. I figured uh, you'd appreciate Addison.
2: Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to be this guy. He's telling you how to do your business, right? But you what you could have done Elmwood Park. Not even Elmwood Park. You get a ring. Oh yeah, look at these guys.
0: Oh yeah, we that, had a we had a ballet as well.
2: The IWO. Look at those shirts. Homie there, oh both you guys got the newsy hat. Oh man. Looking like some young pricks. I love it. You guys missed the opportunity. Should've set up a ring. Harlem and Belmont, the White Castle parking lot.
3: <laughs> oh man. All
2: the Harlem oh, boys and girls would have been God. out for you guys.
3: Yeah. No, no, no doubt. That would have been You coulda you could have had the IROC surrounding the ring. <laughs>
0: Literally. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: Oh, of course. (laughs) The Melrose would have been good too. All right, so thank you for sharing that because that
0: was awesome. Thank you for making me remember things I wanted to forget. Hey,
2: no problem. I mean, anything else? Any
0: other gimmicks? What's the worst gimmick you ever had? I've always had the same name. Oh, no. I was known as the franchise. Oh. I was a big Shane Douglas fan. Okay.
2: Because of Francine? No, I'm kidding. No? All right, money's not an object. We're back in the future time, well, present time. Fuck.
0: Then you just eventually was going to come. Okay, money's not an object. What?
2: Anyone who's not signed to WWE, AEW, who would you book on your show?
0: Are you including Impact people as well?
2: I said what I said.
0: Okay, so Impact. So, Hank, Impact to you doesn't mean anything? Only AEW love, and WWE?
2: I love Impact.
0: Do you? I think. So, yeah. Why I aren't think you including those contracts? Because those contracts because because
2: still work. Don't yeah, defend him. Let right. him answer for himself. Yes, sir. Because Impact Talent can still work elsewhere. They just have to prioritize Impact AEW. They're starting very soon. So they're going to be, well, at least what I'm understanding, well, I don't know, but I'm assuming that they're going to be exclusive to AEW. Especially once their weekly programming starts. So that's why I know that you can't say, okay, so we'll take off WWE, AEW, and Ring of Honor Talent in the United States and anyone that works for AAW
0: in Chicago. And impact <laughs> <laughs> gotta remove impact cause they have contracts
3: they have contracts but they're still allowed to do indie shows but you're asking who I would sign like
2: sorta of just like for a, like a fantasy booking match like boom hey I I won the lottery I'm gonna put on a super show oh
0: man maybe well, it would you know, be a fundraiser you know a couple of the answers already you, mm. you know I don't wanna say it out loud I didn't even I know, know what someone's... your drink was yes you did you're a liar but that's
2: fine um, Water, unless I swear. With lemon.
0: That's a good question. In all honesty, it's a really good question.
2: You don't want to give us a bu- your fantasy booking away?
0: No, I really don't. Protecting the business guy. Okay. I really don't want to give the fantasy booking away. I'm sorry. That's because fair. Because it, it's something that could possibly happen. It's that's, fair. That's the reason why. Absolutely, that's all fair. The, all the fantasy bookings are things that could possibly
2: happen. Rikishi versus Two Juice confirmed. <laughs> That might be Actually just. that could have happened. They were all together. His, that might be his fantasy. We'll get a stink face. Oh, you know And <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, Rikishi, the did show to Zello. Hmm. Who took this? Oh, uh, Brubaker took a stink face. Yeah he did.
0: Should have been two juice. No undies. Just full crack.
3: Really? But, uh, yeah. There's pictures. But but two Two Juice did get dick. Flopped.
2: He got dick flopped, and he got kicked in the balls by Soraya.
3: <laughs> he wow. did. He did.
2: I, st- I still have that on this phone.
3: I can't call it a dick flip. It was a dick flop. It was totally. I think. A dick flop. I think I have Soraya kicking him in the nuts on my phone. Oh, fantastic.
0: <laughs>
3: Is it just a, a GIF that you can watch over and over and again? It just <laughs> keeps going over. And
0: over.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. What's
2: uh um, Outside of like behind the curtains and dealing with the uh, the talent. What's a wrestling pet peeve? Whether it be production-wise, uh, things fans do. Uh, what's something that you could, like, if you can rid it of the wrestling community, you would?
0: Rid the wrestling? I don't know. Rid the wrestling community of something. Yeah. Like,
3: I could give you a perfect example of something that I would, about? I the objectification of women. Honest to goodness. Okay. I it, it drives me fucking nuts. Good guy, no. It just does because the because the right. no, I get t- the female talent has been elevated at this point, mm-hmm. and there are plenty of women out there that work harder than than the guys do, Absolutely. and and can outwork them. And it's still, I still in my you know in in some of the groups that I'm in and stuff, it's like, oh look at these tits. Oh, it's just same guys posting eighteen pictures of but of the- titties, look. I am an appreciate I, I appreciate I appreciate the the female form. Hey, just
2: sign up for the Patreon. I'm kidding. I hate that everyone does a Patreon now, but that's just me. <laughs> get your money, peoples. Oh, so people. that
3: would be something like for me within the the wrestling community that I would I would absolutely do away with. And it. it's not necessarily just women, you know, yeah. like, but women. It's like ninety nine percent the women are are being objectified. <laughs> True.
2: I candy you is more than
0: just a piece of meat, guys. Gets justified. Is he the whole meal? He's the a, sides and everything. Nah, he just a snack. He's <laughs> all that
2: in a bag of chips. What the dip? No, I don't know. Like, so the wrestling community is perfect for you? Hell
0: no. Uh, you know, the negativity. I'd get rid of all the negativity if I could in the wrestling community. Right. Everybody funny. hates somebody or someone or something or... You know, I'm better than this person. I'm better than that person. Even if they are, or they aren't. Right. Just I don't know. You could wish for honesty. Never happen. Okay.
3: Well, we're, that's. I mean, it, it, to be honest, it's a business. It, it, it's a it's a work business. You know. Absolutely. So, like, you can't really. I think. I honestly, I feel like there's too much of the behind the scenes and the truth out there, mm-hmm. and it's kind of spoiled the business end of it. I-
0: there's a lot of truth that a lot of people don't know that if they did, it would spoil a lot of things for a lot of people, what they think of others. Mm.
2: Let me rephrase my question. You've been in the wrestling business for 12 years now, you said?
0: Uh, yes, within the business of okay. the 12 years. Okay, correct, correct.
2: So, once again, rephrasing that question, if there was something that... You can bring back from maybe back in the day that you really enjoyed that people no longer do now. For me, what would it be like? See, uh, like what was okay. lost in that transition from Yardy to you yeah. know you guys are doing bigger things now.
0: You know, honestly, even though it's one man, this is like a double double-edged sword. Give it to me, uh, Daddy. Social media. Man, I mean social media is absolutely great when used for the right reasons. I say it and and sound again. But when social media is used for the wrong reasons, God. You know, I don't care how many marriages X has had. I don't care who's banging who. I don't care if this person's too skinny or this person's too fat or right. this person's just yeah. ugly or this one's too gorgeous or i
2: don't like well, imagine having that problem so yeah it's like, way
0: too gorgeous it's a it's it's, 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 a, a, thing. it's a tough task it, it's a thing but <laughs> like, no. social media as great as it is if we could go back to the
2: best and worst thing I've ever had yeah the
0: if we could go back to maybe not having certain parts of social media right like even though it's the main social media I use now, Twitter is fucking unreal. Oh, it's a cesspool. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's so great. It, it's the best. It's the best best social media tool you can use, but it is the
3: absolute worst. Well, and it's amazing can't how stop many. Your eye. It's, it's how many.
2: Oh, because of the cat, I can tell.
3: Yeah, stop like it. Right here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. That's I can right. tell it's
2: definitely irritated from the cat. But it's okay.
3: But um. Not your fault. It, it's amazing how many careers have been like just completely squashed by social media like i i I am so happy i'm i'm 42 years old and i'm happy that i didn't have condolences thank you uh i didn't have my 20s with social media and i i kind of feel bad for people that did or like your teens because like you know how many stupid things i said when i was in grade school or high school that i just said to my friends that has never been repeated and instead, you got people 16, 17 years old, they're out there saying horrible things, not even thinking about what they're doing. They're just acting like morons. I'll give you a
2: perfect example. Go ahead. Today, you know, sometimes when I'm bored or whatever, I'll throw on Twitch. I watch streamers who play video games on there. Mm-hmm. And these guys are famous, quote unquote famous, right? They're famous streamers. They have tens of thousands of people watching them. Right. There's this guy today, named name's Tim the Tatman. He's playing Fortnite. He's got like 23,000 people watching him play. But what he was doing was, because they they kind of create their content so they can upload their things on YouTube and make money off it, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he's playing under a different account name, and he is disguising his voice. Long story short, at the end of the game, he reveals who he is, and these guys are like, oh, no shit, wow, like you're really Tim? He's like, yeah. These are like all young kids. As soon as they find out that it's actually Tim that he's live-streaming, they just constantly start saying the N-word over and 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 over again. They're like, N-word, 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 N-word. And he was just like, oh, Jesus Christ, why would you do that? And obviously he has to dump them. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, kids are the worst. Social media is horrible. Like, and that is
1: now. But that, that's
2: kind of my
3: point because it's look, it's, it's it's that's the kind of immaturity that hopefully goes away with age, right? You know, it so does. like, you, well, you, so well, yeah. like when you when when it's like it happens in football. I can't remember who it was. It was a couple of years ago. There was a, a high the guy that was anticipated to be a high draft pick, and they found something on his on his Twitter from when he was in high school uh, that it was racist. And it was just, it was, you. if you read it, it was an ignorant comment. Right. It was, it, it was probably in a joking manner, but it came back to bite him, and it probably mm-hmm. cost him millions of dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Look what happened to the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah. yeah. They fired him. They brought him back because the whole entire cast was like, no, you need to bring him back. Right. But he got fired over something that he said... When he was, like, in college or something like that? Yep. Like, without social media, that wouldn't have been out there. They would have never found that. That doesn't necessarily make it right for him to
3: say it. Right.
0: But it wouldn't have been, you know, the internet never forgets.
3: No. No. It's, it, it, it Like you said, double-edged sword.
2: Another thing about social media that, and me as a fan who wants to see, you know, I have my local favorites and I want to see them succeed. What annoys me and I know we've talked about it and I know it annoys you. I don't understand for the life of me why people on shows don't promote that they're on <laughs> shows on social media. Well you have you have your
0: people that are like There are some super promoters. One hundred percent that promote their stuff. Well the people that Yeah. You know, I mean You're Ethan Page, let's say a guy oh, like Ethan
2: Page. E- Thunder Rosa.
0: Ethan Page, Thunder Rosa are two of the very best at social media no doubt. when it comes to their to their brand. Yes. I, I actually just listened to Sam Roberts podcast with Sorry. With Page. Yeah. And Ethan Page? Ethan Page. Yes. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And in the beginning of the podcast he talks about why he never he's never done podcasts. He had his own podcast and he figured well If I'm getting paid to do a podcast, why would I go do another podcast and give away everything I'm going to talk about on my podcast? Right. Business sense. Yes. He he, He gets it. He gets it. He absolutely positively gets it. He talked about why he opted to go with Impact and not do the WWE tryout that he had. And it was all about his family. He wasn't moving to Florida. He had a kid now. He was married, and everything changed from the three years prior when he said, "I see myself in WWE." Oh
2: yeah, definitely things change.
0: But you get your. But it's funny. Yes, it pisses me off when people don't share out the content, especially that they're going to be on the show. Right. Because that's like minimal. You're doing the promoter a favor. You're doing yourself a favor. That's the biggest way I see it. That shows that you're being booked. Yeah. And believe me, I they, you another thing. It's got it's getting and got, has gotten to the point where if you don't share something for the company, stop using you. Mm-hmm. No hard feelings, but you're not good for business anymore. Right.
3: Well, I, I don't know if this comes into your, into consideration when you're when you're doing your booking, but I have heard you know on podcasts and things. Um, promoters that actually will look at someone's social media following. I do it. And, like, okay, how many followers does this guy have?
0: You're talking about Sammy Callahan. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Mm. Same, Sammy Callahan, if someone hits him up to be booked, he actually will go out on social media to take a look. Hmm. I have a list of everybody's, it sounds crazy, but I have a list of everybody's social media following mm-hmm. at a certain date. And that hasn't
2: grown, or hasn't grown?
0: Yep. And, I mean...
3: You'd it, be it, a fool not to use it.
0: Yeah. And then you it's go, some okay... It's literally market research.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and you go, okay, well, I know my product will get this many potential eyes if this person's on my show and they share it out. Right. But the people that really piss me off are the ones that pick and choose which companies they share for. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Like, okay, so, I'm not delusional. I know I'm not on the top end of the spectrum when it comes to independent wrestling. I, get you. I I want to be. It's going to take time. Right. I know I'm currently not. Okay. This person, once again, I'm trying to do my best in not naming names. Good job, man. Is part of, you know, other places that are on the upper echelon okay. of independent wrestling companies. Their stuff gets retweeted, shared, everything, liked... Instagramed, whatever. My stuff, not even a like, mm. not a share, not a retweet,
3: nothing. It's, I mean, that seems like, like the least you can okay. do. Okay,
0: so I'm now at the point where I go, as good as you are, right? Do I continue using you or not? I, I know people like seeing you. I like seeing you. I think you're very talented. Right. But on the other end of the spectrum, you hit a new you hit a niche audience from my promotion now i need your promotion to hit your larger audience oh, of course. right and they don't do it and then and then they come they'll be the first people to complain well i need more money well i can't necessarily pay more money because and here's my reasons right you know there's there's <laughs> you know the story i had it out with someone that everyone loves and You know, loved and endeared, and Mm -hmm. you guys did a big thing for this person, and they're gone now. Mm -hmm. He wanted more money. He, oops, he wanted more money. I asked him for reasons why he thought he should get more money. He gave me three ridiculous-ass reasons why he deserved to be paid double than what he was getting before. My response is, you untag yourself from everything that you get tagged in. You don't share out the shows. And all you do is complain about who and what you're gonna wrestle. Mm-hmm. Why should I pay you more? Give tell me tell me why I should pay you more. Couldn't come up with a good enough reason, so we parted ways. Fair enough.
2: Yeah, I mean, once again, it's it's silly, right? Because WWE throw out that "best for business" tagline,
0: but like, it's true. At the end of the day, it takes mere seconds to retweet something, hey, or man, share something, right? Or even leading up to the shows put like hey you could see me here yeah or like someone uh i saw someone or it was the post i shared today Mm -hmm. where like you know don't make it a inclusive post for all the companies make them separate no even if you do an inclusive post for everywhere you're going to be at least you're advertising this is where i'm going to be at right right because i see it as you're not excited You're, you're literally just doing it for to fill your weekend and you're not excited about coming in and I don't find that to be
3: fair to the fans, and I don't find that fair to be be fair to the promotion. I
2: get
3: it. Now, one of the first times that I sat down with you at a table and just had a discussion, we were having we were having a meeting about possible uh, promotion work with you, <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> um, and hearing you talk about the fact that the that the people that are on your shows weren't willing to promote the shows just floored me
0: it's not even necessarily that they're not willing it's that they don't feel like they need to
3: like oh you're the promoter
0: there is one i, I literally just had somebody say that to me this week uh this week where you're mad that he, this person was telling me about another promoter that is getting upset because no one's promoting the show that they're on and he said "Whoop," he said to me you know you're the promoter. You should be the one promoting the show. And I'm just like, man, that that,
3: that and, It's a shit. And then you attitude. sit
0: and then you sit and wonder why you, you you're not getting the opportunities that others are getting.
3: I mean, as far as like I understand,
0: that, that ego and that attitude are the reasons why. All right.
3: As far as I understand this industry, and you know, far be it from I don't I you know, I I I don't know very much of it, but it's my understanding that these guys are independent contractors. Yeah. And and you're a promoter, so. Yeah, you put on a show and you book these guys. But in, the only thing that would make sense to me is that the only way they make money is by getting on these shows and promoting being on a show and promoting themselves and their own brand is on, should only get them more bookings meaning more money.
0: Right. And regard in from the promoter standpoint at least with us whether there's two or 200 whatever we negotiated whatever we discussed that's what you're getting Mm -hmm. regardless if the gate comes in at negative 20 negative 100 it doesn't matter you're getting paid what you were promised Mm -hmm. then you got the people that are like oh oh man i wish i was getting more you negotiate that price you can't complain about money if you are you say okay that works right And those are the same people that will go, oh, well, I don't get paid enough to promote. Well, you're not getting paid enough to promote because you're not promoting. If you promote, chances are that you're going to bring more people into the door if more eyes see it. Right. And the way we would do, the way we want to do businesses, if there is a surplus of people, if we, if we get up into the, you know, the Three, four, five hundred people, and we're in a completely different building because the building that we're currently in doesn't house that many people. Right. If we're constantly selling out, we got to move to make room. And shit, you're going to get more money. Right. (laughs) Yeah. If I win, everybody wins. Right. If I lose, you're still winning. Right. Right. So it's an incentive. That's the incentive, but a lot of people see it as. Just too much, and then uh, and then you hear the people that oh I'm not really on social media. That's bullshit. Well, That's that, what are
3: you like? What are you doing? <laughs>
0: like, everyone's on social.
3: Because it, like I I used the word earlier, but it's you know these these guys it's their brand. Yeah. Like they they need to be if they're not on social media it's like well what the fuck are you doing? You need to get on Twitter, get on Instagram, get on Facebook, set up your social media. <laughs> legit
2: no that's and it's like it's those little things um and I've told you before and I've told them you know when uh Tony and Roy had that program and they started doing little videos and you know stuff online like that was awesome because me as a fan now it shows me that you're into this and you care so now it makes me want to care even more
3: yeah that pulled me a big it's time simple. to that story that Lightning was amazing
2: those videos that they do and take shots of each other
0: boom Yeah, it gives a storyline. I there was one person that was supposed to record a promo for me, and every time I asked for it, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. They put it off to the point where it didn't even matter. We didn't get the promo. Mm. Okay, instead of just being like, "Hey, look, I'm not going to do
3: it," right? And we go, "Okay, yeah, that's fine." It's it's amazing because it just it seems like you know it doesn't it it shouldn't it shouldn't really take that long to do those kind of things, right? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears entirely on this. Um What is your favorite era in terms of wrestling?
0: I don't have one specific favorite. Okay. I really don't. I I enjoy wrestling for the wrestling, for the the art, for the storytelling.
3: Oh well, hello. <laughs> Just- uh, oh, well, clean okay. me. Our, yeah, yeah. Says, you like the salt? It's all good. I'm a salty guy. I feel
1: like yeah. will <laughs> sure.
3: tell you I'm real salty. Can't, salty some Kent him. Saber Junior has just started uh, cleaning the James.
1: Salt of
2: earth. All right. So basic questions now that we ask everybody. Right, but if I, if you oh, ask me, what quote,
0: was the worst era? Mm. It's right now. Absolutely, positively, right now. But, but business is booming. I don't. I I can't. Why why I can't? Right, wait, is that specific <laughs> you
2: want to talk? Is that specific to WWE though? That is
3: specific to WWE. Okay, because I'll okay. say because
0: right now in general it's a great time to be in wrestling. As far as I'm concerned, all lead hasn't started yet. They start in October.
3: And we'll see. We'll see. There's still an unknown there's commodity. Only, we have one, no idea what they're, they're going to be. There's
0: only one wrestling company that is on television right now. It's real tele. No. No offense to to no. Impact. No offense to it, it's not, you know There's only one company that's on real television. Listen, right WWE absolutely.
2: is the top dog in the industry, whether you like it or not. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. It's going to take a, another giant. Maybe AEW will one day be there, but right now they're not in the same playground. So they have the money. They have the TV deal now. They're taking the proper steps, but WWE is still
0: the guy.
3: And Ro- Rome wasn't built <laughs> in a in a day, you know what I'm saying? Like, like right.
0: Sadly, people are going to expect that.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing that's that drives what, me nuts. Yeah, same. Because uh, it's it's there's there's all of this like oh man, and Monday it's going to be Monday Night Wars all over again. Well, first off, it's going to be Wednesday Night Wars. Which, just sidebar on that, if you're going to go against WWE, why go against their best TV show? Because <laughs> NXT is the best that they've got.
1: Yeah,
2: but it's it, there's something about NXT on being, a, being on the network, and not on TV.
3: But it's moving to FS One. Is it? That's what I've heard. Do you have the inside knowledge? That's what I've did, heard. Did you see the contracts? I did not see the contracts. You and you don't know shit. Artist, yeah. Jeez, oh Pete. I forgot. I gotta have don't, all my don't facts. Be that,
0: don't, don't be that person that thinks they know everything. You want to talk to me about one thing I hate about wrestling fans, that'd be the one thing I hate, is that they think they know everything. That's
2: very true.
3: All I said was I heard. Any fans <laughs> that, <specifically laughs>
2: that you hate Call them out. Why no. not? Just kidding. Wow. Cat's just cat, to get the a cat. cat just
0: wants to be on camera.
3: I'm going to try to get James some heat. Frank the Clown, love him or hate him.
0: <laughs> Frank Mastari is a really nice guy.
3: Mm, That's that question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with it, Frank.
2: Yeah, I, I get you. I, I get why people hate him. Frank's a nice guy. But he
0: really is a really nice guy.
2: I, I people
0: hate him because they can't be him, and that's the god's god's honest truth.
2: I, and for unless, in other words, I've said it, he's doing what any of us would do if we had that, given the opportunity. That's it, and he's I don't know if he's good at it, but he's a great sign ball. He oh, portrays absolutely. a very great sign So, I mean, I I get it.
0: And he's dating a woman. Yeah, I and mean, I've his haters. A lot of the people that hate Frank are the ones that are jealous of the fact that he's dating Noel well and he's a nobody.
3: Mm. I don't think he's a nobody. Um and and yeah WWE megastar. I mean he's absolutely capitalized on, on the opportunity and like you said, that's you know, anything that I, I just I'm not a I'm not a fan of Frank the clown. I'm just not a fan of of the, 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 the cheap heat that he gets. Uh you know it's I mean, cheap.
2: It, it's but but that's all he that's all he's got right now cuz he's so early in his career all that's all he has to work with and everybody has to get
0: a start somewhere sure and frank is lucky enough to have people that are willing enough to give him that stuff
3: 100% fair enough you know yeah. i ask questions because i want the answer i don't you know i don't want shit like you know it's not looking for you to agree with me. No,
0: no I no. get you. Frank, Frank in the locker room does not walk around like he is a big shit. Frank is very humble and very nice to people and asks questions. And he is not the person that you see that walks out the curtain with the half makeup on and the wig and a shirt. I don't, I, shirt. I, I don't
2: want of. to ruin the illusion of Frank the Clown, right, or who he is, but me as a fan... I, I help set up a freelance once in a while. I get there because I brought someone in and I'm there early, right? And I, I've told you and Pac before, I, I get there. You know, he gets – Frank, he arrives. He says hi to everybody, shakes everyone's hands. Me being a nobody, but I'm there. He says hello to me, shakes my hand. Uh, I've had – you know, by no means are we friends, but we've had very short conversations. He's always a nice guy. I see him putting in what no one else sees because they're not in the doors yet. Sure. He's in the ring practicing. He's getting it in, and he's learning. He's asking questions in the ring, and, like, I got to respect that. So, for me, that's what changed my uh, perspective on him because I was like, you know what? This is not being handed to him. He's definitely putting in the work.
0: Good to hear. I've seen him training before the Villa Park uh, training center closed down. He was up there a bunch of times. By himself with one other person. Okay. Mick Foley. No. no. Well, Foley was there, but Mick was not.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: No. I, so a good try, Noel. No,
2: no, oh, uh, no.
3: Yeah, I tried to get some some heat, but no, no heat.
2: Oh, you want you want you want to fire James up?
3: What do you th- really think of Henry? Why would that fire <laughs> me up? That <laughs> was a joke.
0: So passionate about me. <laughs> That's a bag. That's
2: lunch bag. We graduated from uh, Sons, it's a lunch bag. I'm rolling my
3: eyes. Y'all don't see it, but I was like, what It's got some dust is that it. A, right is, it.
2: There a, is there a tear No, me? that's the mucus cloud building <laughs> my eye from my
3: allergic reaction to the cat. Boy, well, you got to stop touching my cat's assholes.
2: Yeah, well, they put that's them in front weird. of my face. What else am I supposed to do? <laughs> Shoot them away? They're presenting. What else am I doing? I had a question for you, and my sometimes, I was saying, oh, okay. So, a lot of people, I think a lot of people see you, and you're, especially at shows, you're not very approachable. You you don't have an
0: approachable face. I never have had an approachable face. Right.
2: Uh, Someone said you have a resting bitch face. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, let's uh, let's lighten the
0: aura of um, Mr. James Russo. Who's trying to approach me that thinks I'm an asshole? Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just giving you my opinion. Oh, this is your opinion? This isn't stuff you've heard from others?
2: Literally? literally no, I know you probably think it is, but no. Well, it's literally just...
0: some might, some might say, which would imply that it's more than just one. Oh, I'm just saying because... But I have rusting bitch face.
2: I mean, do you not?
0: I, I do,
3: it's a family right. trait. There's That's nothing okay. you can do about it. I wouldn't say resting bitch face. No, I would resting wouldn't. asshole
2: face. Right, resting asshole face. Yeah, I just it's a raff.
0: It's he's a raffy. It's, it's it's if you you know what? Let's let's You talk know, like I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I I have a picture on here that will show you why that face is like that.
3: But I'll tell you what though. Um when I'm at shows and I see James oh, typically it's I the impression that I get is that he's busy. So unless I get unless I can catch a, unless I can catch his eye, or he actually says what's up to me, occasionally. That's I
0: let him be I come from. The IWO. All of you look like assholes.
2: This guy in the middle. Looks like a tough guy. Who's that?
0: That's my own well, they're all my uncle except that one. That's my dad. Yeah.
2: We're talking arresting. We're gonna call it. it, it we're gonna call it Russo face.
0: We'll call it the Camioni Fung. Oh. I,
2: I don't <laughs> want
0: to go there. See it, it. That's what it is. I know. And you know, I, I, unfortunately, I can't shake it. Everyone either tells me I look, I'm mad, or that I'm pissed, or that there's something wrong, or that I'm upset. Or yeah. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Why? Why do you think? Well, look on your face. Pack. You look upset. What's wrong? Nothing. Well, the look on your face says otherwise. I'm oh, good. I'm not mad about
2: shit. Just this face. <laughs> so that's why I bring it up. We're here to dispel the rumor that you're this big jerk that's unapproachable.
0: There's no rumor. It's just you. Or is there a rumor now? Maybe too? I'm starting a rumor. Wow. You know, you you're I'm an you heard influencer. You oh not wow. Not. He, yeah. No, I'm, not. I'm not saying to jump off the cliff. But I mean if you really want to, I'm not telling you to do it. But don't, don't let someone else tell you that you can't. <laughs> so Listen,
2: you're 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 a softie. I am a softie with yeah. a rough exterior. Yeah, because when I come by, you got this black cat and you you're just a big old child around this cat. Love that guy. How long have you had this guy?
0: Three years. What's his name? Kylo.
2: Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Kylo K. Ky- Kylo. Kat,
3: it's just that. Kylo Ren, dude. Kylo
2: <laughs> Kylo yeah, I love some nerd stuff. But it is nerd stuff, which is, is, is very believe. nerd stuff. You have a large pop collection. Oh God. How, know, how many pops do you know.
0: have nowadays? Two hundred ninety-eight. Yikes. Yikes. I think. All right. Oh, it's okay.
2: Two hundred
0: ninety-eight. I think is my current
3: number. Hold on. Two more to 300.
2: There's an app for that. Hey, After the show's over, just I get, go in. Hold
0: on, in. I'm waiting on my The Man
3: Pop to show up. Mm-hmm. As am I. Yeah, that's the next one coming in. Thank I just you. got my Undertaker today.
2: Got my Undertaker. What is your prized possession uh, in that
0: collection?
2: The whole collection, which is your prized one?
0: Probably my Chicago gear CM Punk. Okay. Probably that one.
2: Is that your most valued also, like like monetary wise, or that's just, obviously that's the one you like the most? But how about like money wise, that's quote unquote worth the
1: most?
3: Maybe so that one. It is that one. Oh. That's that's I I have one that's unboxed that I just I had to have it, Right, right. and that's probably my favorite pop as well. I have,
0: it's and I have two of those. I have one that's signed. Whoa! 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 Uh, all
2: right. So I'm just gonna hit you with some speed round questions here. Oh God! What you mean?
0: Morty. Go
2: ahead. Loud. Oh, favorite type of music. What does James jam out to in the car?
0: <sighs> Everything. R- rap and hip hop mostly, though. What's number
2: honest. one on your radio station dial? Number
0: one on my radio station. Yeah, dial? in your car. Well, I have XM, so I don't have a number one. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I, There's minor a first numer- one. Minor in numerical order. The first, oh. Uh-huh. Lame. Yeah, I'm a nerd.
2: Mm. <laughs> well, there was that question. <laughs> now you guys know he's a super nerd.
3: You know he likes listening to you on Busted Open.
0: I do, actually. I, I actually have Busted Open's channel program now.
2: You hear that Busted Open? Influencer. <laughs> got, got a lot of people listening to it. I'll tell I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you guys what and it's pretty funny it just happened. I think I mistakenly became like a leader of like a new Busted Open group because on Twitter like I got tagged in a thing of, like oh let's tag all the people who listen to Busted Open and like I was tagged in it by all the listeners who listen to the show and like are tweeting and it's a bunch of guys that I hear calling all the time and they're just on Twitter. I ended up following them and somehow like I got tasked with making a list of people and put in charge of a list of, and now they want to do like meetups for like all outs and the Pivria.
3: So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
2: yeah. Busted yeah. Open Hank. Big big, 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 big Hank from big, Chicago.
3: Big, you know, it's big, it, big, it's great big, when Hank goes on, uh, when, when he goes on other podcasts and just talks about how he's Hank from Busted Open. <laughs>
0: he is. He's Busted Open Hank. Also.
2: So, basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm leaving this podcast, I'm leaving the Chive. And, um, well, it's not even the Chive, it's just cock. Chive on Chicago. Oh, it's, nice,
0: it's nice to see that you finally uh, and, uh, uh that it's cock.
2: Yeah, It's all about the cock. All right. I'm leaving everything, and I'm running away and starting a new life with the busted open nation. Fair enough. It's me, reggae dad, Rodman Garza, Crazy Nicky.
3: Uh, we had a good run. Joe from Carolina. He's still going. Yeah. Like we know these people. I well, if you guys listen to Busted Open. These are his new real friends. Yeah, well, you know, I don't I don't have XM, so I can't listen.
2: Well, if you use my code, hang312... I'm kidding. Oh, my God. There's no codes.
3: Wow. There's no codes. Yet. Wow. So... What happened to these speed questions? It, he was putting himself over too much.
2: Hey, listen, I'm, so, I'm going to drink this Gatorade. But Noel, you got this. So, obviously,
3: obviously, with your cat being named Kylo... Um, yes, you're, you're a Star Wars fan. Yes. Would you say Star Wars after wrestling is your, your biggest, like, fandom? I don't
2: know. Or is it pornography?
3: Ooh.
0: Favorite porn
2: actress? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. me either. All right, one. I, I, I often find it weird that, like, I honestly don't know porn actress's name. Obviously, Mia Khalifa, you know her. And then, like... No, well, that's
0: because she's GPA's number one fan.
3: Did you, I, mean, I mean, there's some that have kind of crossed over, like Katie Morgan. No clue that is. You don't know Katie Morgan? No, no. clue. Uh, uh, you're from, not doing yourself anything. No, it's Zach you know. and Mary make a Caporno. Did you see the Kevin yeah. Smith film? Oh, her, okay. Katie Morgan, well, now I know. Still Jenna Jameson. I mean, she's okay. You know,
2: from okay. yeah. Chicago. No, that's Jenna McCarthy.
3: Yeah, that's Jenna McCarthy.
2: Jenna McCarthy, a porn star once, time or no? no, no. Nope.
3: Just Playboy. Playboy. Yeah. Not. So there's certain there there have been porn stars that have crossed <laughs> over, so you know that they're kind of just known. okay Sunny. Wow. so
2: Sunny. <laughs> somebody passed away yet? No.
3: <laughs> oh my God. She's in jail. I knew it was one of those. Hey, do you hear one of the the one of the Ooses uh, got another DUI?
0: Yeah, after John Cena told him about his. Uh, <laughs> his long shot.
2: And then got another DVD. <laughs> he, he had to go and get
0: a new one? Yep. Yeah. Jimmy Uso.
2: The married one? Is that Uso number one or number two? Naomi's husband. Oh, Naomi's husband. Yeah. That's Uso number one for the record. That's oh. Uso number one? <laughs> yeah. The other one's Uso number two. Yeah, I gotcha.
3: <laughs> yes. And then this is Russo number one. It's Big Russo. <laughs> Meow. Anyway. Where's, where's your, come on. Listen. Rapid fire, bro.
0: Listen. Here's a question for I you. have been listening. I'm listen, waiting.
3: Listen. Listen, Linda. Tomorrow.
2: We're going to lunch. Yes. Will you drive? <laughs>
3: I'm oh my god. I'm just, I'm, that is getting I, edited he, out.
2: He goes on uh who drove that, I really don't know, but it's it's okay.
0: Yeah, it's my turn to drive, so. Oh,
2: okay. Keep this in the podcast. If for some reason I end up driving, I'm suing him.
3: I will I, I'll make this an independent clip that you can use this is totally getting cut from the podcast don't
2: censor me please (laughs) favorite tv show of all time you can just oh you like that boring show that's always on at your house
0: that boring show law Uh, and order yes odd it's It's a good show though it's not my favorite show of all time raw i'm tan yes
2: white people (laughs) okay wow
0: (laughs) I'll blind you. Ah! Ooh, you don't know nothing about blinding,
2: bro. Look how dark my left
3: arm is because it's always a hanging in my window. window. Yeah, this is my darker one too. Hey.
0: I don't know uh, favorite show of all time probably Sopranos. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. Shocker!
0: <laughs> Go get the yeah, cup of gold. CS, CSI: The Original in Las Vegas is probably my favorite one with Sopranos.
2: Song that makes you emotional. Song that makes you emotional. I'm trying to think. <laughs>
1: You make me feel.
0: Um, that was Khalifa song. The, See you again. Is that the name of it? The Fast and Furious. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, cause that that came out right, right around the same time that uh, one of my friends died of cancer. So that makes sense. And my and my aunt died of cancer the exact same year. Yeah. Yeah. So that that'll song, do it. That song always. I get you. Because you start thinking about everything.
2: Of course. Yeah. Uh, he
0: was actually in the picture I showed you. Nice. The guy, the bald one. In the middle? Yeah. He wasn't bald because of the cancer. At that You've point. talked
2: to me about him before. He was yeah. a really good guy, you say. Oh,
0: The absolute fucking best. Tell me his name again. Bill. Bill Lavin. Bill Lavin. He, uh... He... Not a negative bone. It never said no. Never... Like, you try to search for that person that if you talk about them that you just have nothing negative to say at all. And He's probably that person. Nice. The only thing negative that you could say anything is he was
3: too nice. Was I hear that about Henry a lot.
0: He, my ass got completely shit-faced. He drove my ass home from Bolingbroke back to Marlowe's Park. I mean, he would do anything for his friends. Good he's good. one of the, He's one of those guys where I wish it wasn't him. Oh yeah, but I wish it was this person instead. We, we,
3: we, Why did you just point at Henry? <laughs> no, I was pointing for the, the <laughs> G, zero G's that he's got going. But, Should have been Vin Diesel. But oh. yeah, he. Um, I
0: never, I never realized how important he was to me as a friend until because? I didn't have him anymore. I gotcha. I was at a, I was at a wrestling show. Uh, we were doing a Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. For Golly. Golly did was the first company that I worked for that did it. Golly can't be doing things, <clears throat> for just saying. And I was and I was uh in Gorilla, I guess you'd call it. And I got a phone call from my fiance and she's like, Did you hear? And I was like, Hear what? She's like, Bill passed away and I was like, What? No. And then I went to go find D Ray and D Ray was already on his way out. And he goes so To the ring? To no to find to me. Okay. And he's like, dude. And I'm like, yeah. And literally just killed the mood. The entire mood. Right. So, and the following day, is, and he's, he was Jewish. Mm. So, you're buried the following day after you die. Ooh. Which was Thanksgiving. Mm.
3: Because they well, don't believe in... in uh, um, oh, no.
0: Pine Box. Yeah.
3: No... Nah,
0: fancy casket it was a pine casket with the star david on top yeah i'm not
2: too familiar with that culture well the uh,
3: religion uh, yeah it's uh, no embalming maybe don't get and and you're also supposed to be if you're very orthodox you're supposed to be buried like if you were to let's say you had something amputated for instance like a like a finger or an arm okay you're supposed to be buried whole
0: thankfully he didn't have anything amputated and he was buried whole in have, in the Jewish cemetery along with, I have his, with his father and his grandfather, so he was a, he he was a good he he passed the test I guess it was a good Jew because they they have right they have uh, the good cemetery and then they have the other cemetery across the street really. oh yeah and he was in the good one well that's good. I gotta say, yeah, sorry to bring the mood down. No,
2: but I, I'm glad you kind of not not that I'm. No, not. thanks for sharing. Yeah, thanks for sharing.
0: Uh, uh, at his at his funeral, I was fucking crying like a baby. Uh, I couldn't shut up. I was loud and sound I sounded like a woman.
2: <laughs> not that, that's I, funny. It but just,
0: there's me. nothing wrong with it, all, it. It all hit me all at once, and I was just like, "What the fuck? I didn't expect this." Yeah, it,
2: it that definitely happens. Um, I have a question about if they're missing body parts, they have to be buried whole. Well, let's say they lose a limb. What do they do? Do they freeze it? Do, I, I,
0: it? I I can't tell you. You're going to the other cemetery.
2: Because you're not being.
0: Because you're not whole. Oh,
3: damn. I can't. I can't tell you.
2: Imagine that. I I've not, I never knew that. Jane. Wow. You getting some one.
3: Honest. Honest to goodness. Like this. Uh, we have. We we've had. You know. we well, yeah. you're our eleventh guest, and. My birthday's February 11. The the uh, the only other guest that came near, like, close to this, and it was nowhere near this, was Val. Oh, yeah. Like, Val was... Mal was all over Val. But Mal, Mal, Mal has... Val. Mal is, I think, in love with James. Because uh, Mal is rubbing up against James' microphone, getting in his face. Like... The only, per, only there's only two people that she gives quote unquote kisses to and that's putting her nose like to your lips and she just did that to James
2: <laughs> maybe she senses James is a black cat guy
3: she's also very she's 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 got a lot intuitive? of empathy she yes, intuitive thank you
2: she is ha. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come full circle. We certainly. But that have said, listen, time. we're gonna wrap this up because uh, you know we've gotten there. It's about an hour and a half.
0: And it's because Hank wants to go home and go to bed. Well, I he mean, wants about, to go home and it's it's some About Fortnite. an hour past shorts wearing time. Uh, listen, I'm already wearing, wearing shorts. Uh, nylon shorts. D- would basketball you like, shorts. Would you like
2: to feel my shorts right now? No,
0: I don't want to touch your shorts. I would don't you want you want like to touch feel thigh of my shorts right no, now? No, I'm good. I'm wearing I'm wearing khakis.
2: You're wearing khakis. Shorts. Oh look at
0: chick food Crazy. He wears a good shirt for us. <laughs> it's because I just got them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, you so you need to stop stepping all over my So, so I, and I, have a, fall
3: off. I have a feeling that where Henry was heading was a, was a wrap up. I mean, and, we can and, or we and, can, not unless we
2: have some other stuff to
3: to shoot at him. You know? No, absolutely not. Because you know, we'll we'll have another chat another time.
2: How about this? How about this?
3: Here's one question for you. <laughs>
2: His face is so excited. I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot, because would it be me if I didn't? <laughs> Without naming names, you don't got to say any names.
0: He wants names.
2: No, no, I, I really, I really really don't. I, I, it's Actually, this would be a lot more fun be, for people to think, well, who could have been? What's something that you want to say to somebody anonymously that you work with, or that's a personal working relationship with, or that you used to work with, or... That you currently work with like, like, if you can say something like, Yo, fuck you, you're a piece of shit, but you're not gonna say, anything. like, who would you, like? Do you have anything that you'd want to say to somebody or no? Are you getting me? Or are you not getting me? No, I, I get what you're saying. Okay, you're not feeling it.
3: I already went over this. He's a big softy, he doesn't have anything bad to say. No, to him, like he's, he's got a lot of bad to say, but he doesn't
2: <laughs> want to say any of it. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't have to say names. 'cause I know you have a lot to
0: say. I have so much to say. I know you do. I know. That's
2: why I'm trying to give you an opportunity. I know. But if you're not ready to get there, yeah, I
0: you, I, I honestly no. Hey, hey, you're going to rise above. I'm I am. I'm going to try to. You going to take the higher it, road. It, it's a it's a it's not a moot point at this point yet, yeah. but I get it. Yeah.
3: No, nah, you, you, you guys you heard it here first. JC Smalls takes the high road.
0: From bottom of Baines, this guy. But if you ask others, I don't take the high road. <laughs> and then
2: so, I get
3: teased about not taking the high road. J C
2: Smalls is high confirmed.
3: So, m- the last thing that I like to do is I know you got a show coming up on August seventeenth. Which means this. Oh, is, this, oh this
0: is gonna actually you know drop before then. Yes, I'll it'll
3: see. be dropping on Tuesday.
0: Talk to Tuesday, James. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, it wasn't specified which Taco Tuesday it was going to be. This coming Taco Tuesday. You never Tuesday. know what you're getting with us, buddy. I know. I'm well aware.
2: Isn't that kind of part of our charm? My charm. <laughs>
0: Wrestling talk and randomness may be occurring. There's on a the following we've, days. We've been
2: on for like four years now.
0: Yeah, but let's add up the shows. How many years have you been on? Like
2: six this months. Last, this last like six months, we've been a little lax basical.
3: We've done. Uh, we've done a hundred and. Hundred and uh, what? Hundred and fifty-four shows. Divide that by
2: fifty-two. Boom! Let me get my calculator out.
3: That's al- That's almost three years worth. Divided by
0: fifty-two. Two point nine six. So you've been
3: on for three years. Almost three
0: years. Oh no! Like, As a weekly, sh-
3: if we were a weekly show. No, and
2: we had a few episodes before the we started keeping track.
3: That's true too. Doesn't matter. We used to be huge on UStream.
0: Oh, man, Ustream. I remember Dude, Ustream. we were... What about I, blog talk radio? No bullshit. On Ustream,
2: we, for a few weeks, we averaged, like, at least 300 viewers from, like, different places, like Saskatchewan. Like, that dude, who was his name? He religiously watches. Kennedy? Yes.
3: I can't remember now. Oh, my God. And then you lost your viewership.
2: No, then Ustream stopped streaming on PS4. Because, yeah,
3: we used to use the PS4 to stream.
2: And then they 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 no longer were like a partner or something like Cause that.
3: Because they were doing both Ustream and Twitch, and obviously Twitch took off. Yeah. So they were like. We,
2: honestly we could never regain the following.
3: Yeah. It was it was kind of. That kinda, sucks.
2: We had we at one point I think Sari may remember like our highest like follower count we had like about like seven hundred something followers on our Ustream channel. It's true. And that was like it was less than a year. It was all just this personality and charisma, just two well, well one we had a hater. Who did a wrestling show also. And once we started doing our thing and more people started watching us, he didn't like us.
0: Who's
3: that?
2: His name was Al Diggy. Okay.
0: I was, I was trying to see if it was somebody I
3: know. No, he also ran. Oh. He also had his own wrestling show.
2: He had his own wrestling show. Yeah. But once he realized that we were on at the same time as him, like, the same night, we didn't know he even existed.
3: Yeah, we had no clue. Apparently
2: he found us. He started talking shit about us. And I think somebody told us about, like, yo, this guy's talking shit about you guys. Or like... Who the fuck is this guy? The
3: two fat fucks on the couch. Literally,
2: we're just like, <laughs> Oh, you can watch this with the two fat fucks on the couch. And I started laughing my ass off. And he just... But then he tried playing nice, because then he'd come into our stream and try to chat with us. What
3: up, fellas?
2: Yeah. What's up, boys? <laughs> like, wow.
1: Well,
3: so how did this it, become about us?
2: I don't know. Then I made the rumor that Al Diggy's in jail. And as far as I know, he's in jail. <laughs> oh, so rest Lord. in peace, Al Diggy.
1: Lord, lordy, lordy. So...
2: Tell us your social medias. Tell us your show. Uh, give us a little bit of the card, if you whatever you've already announced. And uh, Okay, so August 17th, we'll Church, Church Street. Thursday.
0: Okay, Hank, just keep talking over me, big, 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 big. Big Hank. From Chicago. You done now? Good. August 17th, Church Growing tr- tr- company. He's such an ass. How do you deal with that? I love Part him. of my charm.
3: Thank you. Hank is stuffed away from the mic. Yeah, he
0: pushed the microphone away. As to not, you know, well, now he's going to try to talk into (laughs) mine. August 17th, uh, doors open 6.30, bell time 7.30, Church Street Brewing Company. Uh, Matches so far are the tag titles. Marche, Rocket, Acid, Jazz are defending uh, against the Space Pirates. Nice. Space Monkey and the Shane Saber. That's his name. Yeah, I know. Jake Jellin. You've, you've got me all flustered here. I can't. I'm just sitting here. Uh Laney Luck will be wrestling against the Golden Gun Mark Wheeler. Oh. That should be a killer matchup. Then we have the what if for the FU championship. Mm. <clears throat> if Craig Mitchell is able to win the night before at Freelance. Then they will have match five of their best of five series against GPA for the championship. And then it will be Isaias Velasquez versus Gringo Loco. If GPA wins match four, he wins the series and will go on to defend against Gringo Loco while Craig Mitchell then faces Isaias Velasquez. All right. And I think that's all I put out there so far. Very nice. possible. Yep. Can, that's all I put out there. So can far. I come back? Yeah, you can come back now. Thanks. No problem. All
2: right. Yeah, freelance on the ground always a good time. They have uh, from what I'm told they have really good and strong beers, and Noel would probably be able to talk more about he that.
3: He knows all about them strong beers. I do. They're very tasty. Yeah, they are. Shop. And 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 the the waitress. Brings them right to your seat.
2: She's a sweetheart. What's her name? Marissa or something like that? I don't know. But, she, man, she... I would hate dealing with it, but she deals with everybody with a the smile there.
3: She does, and she has a great time.
2: So shout out to the Church Street Brewing staff. Yes. For being, well, spe- specifically her for being great at it. And everyone else does a great job. Uh, any food going to be on deck this uh, time this around? Uh,
0: not to my knowledge, no.
2: Okay. Indoor, outdoor?
0: Uh, as of right now... I- they put that it's going to be indoor. Okay. I have to confirm that, it, but it, as far as I'm aware, it's outdoor if the weather is permitting. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Finally, Great give fun. us your uh, your two of your social media handles. Where people uh, can freelance find
0: Underground it. on Instagram and on Facebook and then on Twitter it is at Freelance U-N-D-R-G-D because there's not enough characters to put the whole world, the whole Word of ground. Really?
3: And I will make sure to tag all of the socials um, in the description of this podcast. Oh, on YouTube. Freelance Underground. Freelance Underground on YouTube as well.
1: What a guy.
0: So Twitter's the only jackass. Right. That's so, the biggest problem as we discussed of course.
2: James, thanks for joining us. Sorry if I made it awkward, but you know what you're getting yourself into. So and I excited. don't
0: I don't mind it. I, it's just that after all the poking of the bear and saying I, you know, shot on and buried and all this other stuff, I refrain from doing as much of that as possible. You
2: did a good job. I don't think anyone listening will be offended or pissed off. I don't think you exposed the
0: biz. Pulled back so, any no. curtains. No. I had fun. I Hope it wasn't too awkward for you. Why would it be awkward? I don't know. Th- these are normal conversations that we have. Literally all the time. Literally. <laughs>
2: Literally. Except you know, you're not bashful.
3: Nerd just got to listen to it. Yeah, (laughs) finally. See what happens when I become a biz guy? Biz guy nerd. So, guys, thanks for listening to Wrestling Talk and Randomness Presents. Let's talk about wrestling, episode 11, with our guest, Freelance Underground's James Russo. Until next time. Toodles. Toodles.